0: the tweeters and 12 bringing you the podcast of tomorrow today i'm
1: mark i'm brent and today's guest is the funniest cartoon owl on twitter grout rego gentlemen hello thanks for having me thanks for talking to us
0: so greg what's up with the uh the owl is an owl a special animal to you or spirit animal
2: yeah uh, Now, the owl has no special significance to me actually the story of the owl is kind of anticlimactic when i got into tweeting it was just i was kind of looking for a a cool avy and that and that owl kind of had that look about him that i kind of feel inside just kind of like lost and curious and just kind of wondering about the world and observant my name growly grego just is kind of a combination between the name greg and owl so growly Grego. So uh, there's no particular significance other than that but I like him now. I've uh, grown to uh, appreciate the owl as much as there's a lot of hate out for the uh, uh, for birds in general
1: on Twitter. <laughs> and where did you find the owl? I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I'm using somebody's artwork.
0: Have you ever considered switching over to like a photo of you? Because that seems to be like the two schools of avatars it's either a a funny photo of you or it's it's not it's a cartoon
2: yeah not really i don't really see the upside in that i'm just like a normal like frumpy looking white guy so like there's not there's not much upside there and two also i know I'm, i'm like i'm midway in my career and i have i'd like to have some degree of Anonymity, at least, were somebody to fund my Twitter account, I'd I'd would rather that not happen. So the, that's kind of twofold there.
0: So you're a upstanding guy who I hear has been sober for a few years now.
2: Yeah, I got into to drinking big time. I mean, I'd always I had always drank. i you know throughout college and just normal and all that kind of stuff. And then then really just four or five years ago, I I really got into drinking and I got into big time prescription pills like give me a I don't care what pill it is just give it to me so a lot of that goes along with depression and stuff like that and so um yeah you know so a couple a a couple of years ago it was just something had to be done or I was gonna I was gonna be in jail or die or whatever so got sober and you know and it's not something that I like to necessarily like preach about but it's interesting because I like I opened my Twitter account after I had been sober, I can't imagine what my tweets would have, liked,
1: <laughs> would have been like
2: had I not been sober. But it's amazing how many people are out there in kind of our Twitter community. It's such a very private thing for some people and such a very kind of taboo thing that people don't want to admit that What that once you get it out there, there, I mean, people are sometimes not afraid to reach out to you it's, it's so much more common than you'd think i mean at twitter especially joke like uh, our corner of twitter kind of lends itself i think to that introverted kind of depressive you know type of personality that maybe has a, a penchant for uh, i don't know
1: substance abuse i think there's a genetic component
2: so i don't i don't mind talking about it whatsoever
1: what was your drink of choice back in the day
2: Alcohol wasn't really my um, my drug of choice. It's all kind of lumped in there. So when you quit these substances of abuse, you kind of quit them all. You, you need to at least. And so you know, I, I was a, a beer drinker and a wine drinker, but my drug of choice was prescription painkillers.
0: Like,
2: I mean, I, I like love an oxy those. oxycontin yeah, kind so. of thing, or yeah, yeah, absolutely, Good stuff. absolutely, and that that can get a- out of control so quickly. So yeah, no, that was my that was my uh, preferred route. This is
0: unrelated. This is unrelated, but, this is unrelated but, to your early childhood uh, incident with the bottle of uh, Chubal Tylenol, right? That wasn't like an early <laughs>
2: <laughs> isn't that? Yeah, isn't not isn't that funny? Because I didn't really realize that until after after I got out of uh, rehab for you know a thirty day program. I didn't realize it till after I got out of there. My mom told me that story that we were on a family vacation and she had put me down for a nap. And when she came back into the room, she discovered an open bottle of chewable children's Tylenol laying on the bed with me napping, oh,
0: like sh- laid imagine.
2: out, afraid that I was dead. So, yeah, perhaps that was a prequel. Th- Rockstar. They um, are tasty
0: little things.
2: Fortunately, yeah, <laughs> they were. They shouldn't make them so tasty. So, fortunately, I was okay. I mean, that stuff will wreck your liver, but I had to, it's not like I have memory of the. <laughs> the event but apparently had to go to the hospital and and do all this stomach pumping kind of thing and it was not good but yeah perhaps they should have seen the writing on and the speaking wall speaking of
0: hospitals you just had a concussion i was just gonna say how many days since your last concussion <laughs> yeah, how many days yeah you have a little sign on the wall that says like yes. three days since last <laughs> concussion or concussion free for three days
2: yeah so um thanks for having me on my podcast what, what are your names again? <laughs> Yeah, no, I was involved in a um, car accident late last week on Friday. Not my fault, but I got hit pretty good. And physically, I seemed to be okay. Then throughout the weekend and, and the beginning of this week, it was like, I, I, I have no recollection of really any, con- like, very many conversations at all. I could I could be talking to you guys right now and just not remember what you said five minutes ago to me and it's just the most bizarre feeling for anybody that's had a concussion that was that was certainly my first one I mean and you just forget everything because I feel like I'm I'm okay I'm, I can speak but I'm I might have absolutely no no idea what I said so, for instance I'm a, I'm a big Dallas Cowboys fan I watched that whole game on Sunday and I don't remember a single bit of it And usually that that can be contributed to, you know, a substance. But unfortunately, in my case, not so much. So it's just one of those things that's kind of, as it was explained to me by the doctors, it's kind of like you just got to, it's going to go away soon, as long as you don't go play football or get in car accidents. But it's, yeah, it's been pretty bizarre. So anything I say here that I repeat, I certainly apologize for anything that's not funny enough, witty enough, smart enough. I'm going to go ahead and blame on the, on the uh, concussion. Should to have in your back so. pocket.
0: <clears throat> oh, there we go. So that sound means it's time for Brent to ask you some rapid fire Twitter questions.
1: Brent, take it away. I won't uh, be so rapid fire. I'll try to keep it manageable. What, uh, <laughs> what's your proudest Twitter moment, Greg?
2: Proudest Twitter moment. I think it was the day I stopped really caring how many followers I had, honestly. You know, it was really, I mean, part of that's really cool to to gain followers, but really the day that you just start writing jokes for the pure pleasure of it and you realize that you've got this group of friends that, that you enjoy, you know, hanging out with and talking with. So I don't know if I have a proudest moment. I don't have a... a a single joke or whatever i mean i like the other day i i hit i think i hit 20k like yesterday or the day before that and that's oh but thank you that's fine and it feels good but it's not a moment of pride i i I mean I, i i love the fact that that i found this corner of twitter and that it exists and that there are so many funny people out there that so i mean it's just is so much fun to do so i don't know i mean it's not a proud kind of a thing i just i try not to be an asshole to people i try to stay positive I try to stay out of Twitter bickering cuz i don't see any point of that but you know you can ignore what you want to ignore that's the beauty of this digital device
1: Agreed. that being said do you who's your biggest or neatest follower or do you pay attention to that stuff
2: yeah sure i, I mean i always paid uh pay attention to to who's following so my biggest uh, my neatest follower is Erica Christensen, and she plays, uh, I think her name is, I think she plays the Julia on Parenthood, and the reason it's it's so special for me is because my wife is in love with that show, and so so basically I just get to wave it around in her face and, and kind of show how <laughs> famous I am, and that Erica Christensen follows me, and so uh, I guess that's the most the proudest one and then there's there's a, a girl from Ga- uh, Game of Thrones uh, Melisandra that follows me as well which is it's cool you know when you see the the, the check mark beside the name and
1: it's a I won't lie it's it's kind of neat pretty,
0: that's pretty cool so who does that uh who does that one play on the Game of Thrones
1: Melisandra like the red headed
0: oh the, uh, the yeah witch, the, red- the red-headed she girl oh, right.
2: she's she's yeah most of the stuff she does is dutch she's dutch I guess, and so a large majority of her tweets are in Dutch. But I don't know how she, she follows. She follows a few people, kind of in our corner, uh, and I don't know how she found us. But it is cool. It's pretty cool. And I
1: think Erica Christensen, Erica Christensen follows the show. Carrillo too, if I remember correctly. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I'm... So, I'm not I'm, to oh, take oh, away... Fella, <laughs> Daniel, oh, shit. Never, never mind. After I said <laughs> it out loud, I realized that I was pissing all over yeah, your... Pr- sorry it. about that. <laughs> Shouldn't even bring up. Yeah, we all do. I hate that guy. So, who's your favorite tweeter, then?
2: Favorite tweeter is uh, Jason Miller, lost, awesome. 26 I think, yeah, I think kind of right when I started... I don't even know how I got kind of got into Twitter or discovered that Twitter was a place where people wrote jokes, but he was one of the first first that I found that really just made me laugh on a consistent basis and continues to do so. So if you're not following Jason Miller at Longwall26, at Longwall do so immediately. He's hysterical. He fucking hates birds, too, which is the <laughs> irony of the,
1: of the situation
2: because um, I'm an
1: owl, but he is. He's very funny. And finally, give us one underrated tweeter that everybody should be following.
2: I don't understand why at PharmaShon doesn't have way more followers than he has right now. That's uh, Pharma Sean, P-H-A-R-M-A-S-E-A-N- yep, I follow P-H-A-R-M-A-S-E-A-N, PharmaShon. Dude is so quality. Uh, everything he puts out is hysterical. He's unique. I mean, he does all kinds of different stuff. Likable as hell, so that he he should have way more tweeters than I should than I. I don't have. know.
1: Let's say you should both be up there. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. I'll try to get along. That's fine. And I'll stay at the bottom. Uh, that's <laughs> it for me.
0: Thanks again, Greg. This has been Tweeters in Twelve. I'm Mark. all right. I'm
1: Brent, and
0: we'll see you next time.